If you're not reaching your financial potential, you're going it alone as a solopreneur, or you're lacking fulfillment and meaning in your life, then this podcast is for you. In each and every episode, Rock helps you create breakthroughs and results so you can live life on your terms. So get ready to unleash more money, time, and magic in your life. Here's your host, Rock Thomas. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. My name is Rock Thomas, and I'm the host of Rock Your Money, Rock Your Life podcast. And before we get started today with the show, I want to remind you that the reason that I do this every single week is because I'm here to help you create financial freedom and fulfillment. If you're working harder than ever before, but not seeing the results you want, or maybe you don't have a supportive network of people that help you raise your personal standards of success, then I want to invite you to jump on a call with someone on my team that can help you change that. So just head over to rockthomas.com forward slash VIP call, book the call and learn how you don't have to do it alone and you can take your life and business to the next level. Today, we are graced with a gentleman who grew up in Santa Monica, California. He was decorated performance coach and lifestyle entrepreneur who has applied his innovative methods, and we're going to learn about those innovative methods, to living a life of adventure, which we love, philanthropy, and entrepreneurship. At the age of 23, Robbins was awarded the Congressional Award Gold Medal from the United States Congress. I need to learn what that is because I'm not sure exactly what that is. Sounds really sexy, though. By 25, he gained international renown as a creator of revolutionary approach to maximizing personal performance that accelerated organizational success for a wide range of businesses. Wow, that's a mouthful. He has a psychology degree from the University of San Diego. Welcome, Jarek Robbins. Well, thank you for having me. Nice to see you all. So this is a group of entrepreneurs that are marching toward what we call the whole life millionaire. Their goal is to become financially free without giving up their relationships or their health. We're not looking forward to somebody who's 45 divorced and 50 pounds overweight, but rich. That is not our jam. Our jam is about holistically getting there so that you can have more time freedom. And with everything that you have as your background, what is something that pops up in your mind is something that might be in alignment with this group, Derek? Sure. So this group is probably my, more my ideal client than any group I talk to. Um, the people I tend to work with are 35 to 45 year old male entrepreneurs and executives who have 500,000 or more in personal net net take home incomes or three kids, usually in a significant relationship. Uh, the biggest problem they have is they have so much going on that they tend to drop some of the essential habits and tasks each day that will eventually cause everything to come crumbling down in a heart attack, divorce, or bankruptcy. So the things obviously you said you don't want. Uh, we hold them 100% accountable to do the little things each day they know they need to be doing to be the happiest, healthiest, strongest, and most fulfilled version of themselves. In working with us, they tend to go from being overwhelmed, exhausted, stressed, and headed for an eventual heart attack, divorce, or bankruptcy to happy, healthy, strong, fulfilled with a beautiful, flourishing family and relationship. Ooh. And so it, I think we talked to a very similar group. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we have and, similar values, right? Very much so. Very much so. And, and the piece, um, I think you learned through experience more so than me. And I learned through observation growing up is exactly what you mentioned, which is people who um, their strategy to win the race, let's say they're in the Indy 500 race and, and their strategy is, I know what I'll do. I'm going to take my race car. I'm going to get onto the track. And you know how I'm going to beat everybody? 
I'm just not going to pit stop. So I'm going to drive at 180 miles an hour for 500 laps without ever pulling into the pit. I don't need any fresh tires. I don't need another tank of gas. I don't need to refuel. I don't need to rebalance. I don't need anything. I'm just going to jam on the gas my whole life, never pit stop. And that's how I'm going to win the race. And yeah. you know, as well as I do, 100 laps into the race, their tires blew off, their engine's on fire, and they're sitting there staring at their car going, what the heck happened? And, and that's the opposite of a whole life millionaire. A whole yes. life millionaire is someone who figures out, ah, in order to make it 500 laps, I'm going to need a pit stop every so often. And during this pit stop, I need to figure out how to get back from like, I drain, 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 drain. What do I have to do during this short pit stop to get all the way back up to the best version of myself? How do I refuel mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, financially back up to my best self during this very short period of time? Now, if you were to watch a pit stop from the 1940s or 30s or 20s or somewhere way back then, a pit stop, you'd watch a five and a half minute pit stop. The car would pull in, the dude with the hammer would sit there and like try to get the, the lug nut off. Eventually the wheel pops off and the guy kind of wheels it away. Then he comes wheeling back with another wheel. And meanwhile, the driver's sitting there and someone's holding up a Coca-Cola while he's kind of sipping, sipping it and smiling <laughs> and waving at people. Someone comes in and cleans the windshield with spray and a towel, like the guy at the stoplight. Someone else, you know, brings over and slowly pumps fuel into the car. And five minutes later, you see the guy go out into the race. Now, if you watched an indie um, car race, like a, a one of the Monaco, uh, Monaco Grand Prix or one of the big ones. Formula One. Formula One races. Uh, they get these pit stops down to six seconds or five seconds nowadays. Incredible. Like you blink and the car is gone. And you're like, that wasn't a pit stop. And you watch it and the car comes flying in. They have about 15 to 20 people standing around the car. And every person has one specific task to do. And you watch as it comes in, it stops. This dude lifts up the car. The other guy goes, one guy pulls it off the wheel. The other guy slams on the wheel. The guy goes, the car goes, you're like, what the heck just happened? It refueled. It got a full tank of gas. It got four new tires. They got rebalanced. Uh, they cleaned the windshield. They did everything else in five seconds. And the thing zipped right back out into life. Now, that's the metaphor I use for people who want to be a whole, the whole life millionaire concept. They want to be happy, healthy, strong, fulfilled in everything they're doing. They need to figure out, number one, how fast and how far can you go before you need a pit stop? What's your extreme level? Um, an example of story I use, I had an opportunity to go do some training for the Special Operations Command, the pararescue jumpers. Uh, these are really smart, hardworking, and tough as hell men for the U.S. Air Force, the special ops guys. And what they train them to do, um, one of the gentlemen in this unit he was a surgeon. So he's tough enough and brave enough to fight like a Navy SEAL where he like fights his way in. And then once he gets to you, he takes his pack off. He has an entire surgery kit in his backpack and he can do full surgery on you to save your life under heavy fire and combat conditions with shit blowing up and people shooting all kinds of chaos. I'm like, wow, how do you stay focused when like bombs are blowing up and bullets are flying over your head? And you're like, do 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 just giving full surgery to some dude on the ground. That's amazing. And while we were there, one thing that they did as a gift to me for coming out and doing some training for them, they did something called drown proofing. Basically, they tied me up and they threw me in the pool and drown proof me. I just said it to a group I was training earlier today. I said that out loud and he was in the service and he was like, oh, that sucks. 
And I started laughing. I go, oh, you've done this before. And what they had me do, they tied my arms and legs behind my back and, and my legs together. They threw me in the pool and I had to bob for five minutes, meaning I had to sink down to the bottom, press off, go 15 feet back up to the top. At the very, very top, as my head kind of came up above, I had to go <gasps> and get a breath of the air. But the problem is if you're full of air, you float. So I had to let the air out slowly to be able to sink all the way back to the bottom and then bounce off the top, get all the way to the surface, <gasps> get some air, and then go all, let it all out and get all the way back to the bottom. I do it for five minutes straight. And they laughed while I choked on a lot of water the first few times until I figured out the rhythm. But then I got the rhythm and I figured out how to do it. Um, one thing that they told me, some of the people who join this pararescue jumpers group, they don't know how to swim when they start the five-week course. And by the end of the course, they need to be able to, with their hands and feet tied, get into the pool on one breath, dolphin kick all the way across the pool, hit the wall, dolphin kick all the way back, go down 15 feet to the bottom, untie their hands and feet, put on their mask, put on their weight belt perfectly with nothing out of place, clear their mask on still one breath, put their snorkel in, push all the way to the top, and when they get to the surface and break, they got to clear their full snorkel with zero water in it in order to pass the final test. Some don't know how to swim when they start the course. What's insane wow. is during the course, they want them to go past their limit at least once. Everyone has to do it, which means you're going to pass out underwater. And they have spotters. They have people in the water right next to you. They have people watching you from above, and they have people scuba divers in there with tanks too. They're watching you, and when you pass out, they're going to grab you, and they're going to drag you out. Right when my wife and I got there, they had just dragged a man to the side, and they were hitting his chest. He was coughing up water, and he was really dazed. They have a pink robe you get to wear when you, when you aren't ready to go back in the pool yet. They make them wear bright <laughs> pink robes to make them feel super manly in that moment. But they give them a chance to go to the bathroom, shake it off, and it shakes up their head a little because you just almost drowned. Like you, you were incapacitated underwater. You were out unconscious. And they revived, resized you and brought you back. They want you to do it once so you know what your limit is and you're never allowed to hit it again from that day forward because you have to know what your limit is and you have to be able to stay within your limit at all times. You can't be irresponsible. You'll get everyone killed. But you have to know what your limit is and you have to ride your limit all the way through. What they're looking for in these people is mental resiliency. Can you get to your limit and can you keep going to the very, very, very edge? And can you keep moving forward at your edge consistently without popping? Popping is when you come up for air. So how so do you do it? How do people get back, to that? Great question. Going back, it comes back to training. Now training, the mental resiliency aspect comes back to the pit stops. If you're training only to train, you say, hey, I'm going to get on the, on the treadmill. I'm going to work for my best you know, ROI for time and effort for people who are really busy. It's going to be a 14 to 15 minute workout every day. It's going to have a two minute workout, two minute warm up, like walk uphill at a 10% slant for 3.1 speed on a treadmill. If you're in the U S metrics and you'll get a good heart rate, good, you know, 122 beats a minute, 130, 140 beats a minute kind of going. Then what you want to do is do a 60 second sprint at seven, six, uh, six, wait. Yeah. 60 to 70% of your max heart rate. So if you're measuring with like a whoop or a Fitbit, 60%, 70% of your heart rate, you want to sprint, uphill for like 60 seconds at 60 to 70% of your max heart rate. You want a one minute recovery, one to two minute recovery. So walking uphill, 3.1 speed, 10% grade. Then from there, you want a 40 second sprint at 70 to 80% of your max heart rate. Another one to two minute recovery. Then you want a 30 second sprint at 80 to 90% of your max heart rate. What this is gonna do is push your heart rate all the way up. If you're in really good shape, 
you're going to hit a, your, your 80 to 90% max heart rate for about 30 seconds. If you can hold it there, you're going to get 12 hours of epoch, which is post exercise, excessive oxygen consumption, which basically turns your body